Eagles. All right. Before we go ahead and get everything started, though, brother, that's cool with you. Yes, sir. All right, let's get it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Truth Podcast. My name is Neek Robinson. If you guys don't know, I'm a little bit of a podcaster here on this platform of YouTube, Apple Podcast app, and Spotify, all that different jazz, whatever. Um, but uh, took a little bit of a break, so this is my first get the first guest back and first episode back uh, after taking a little bit of a break. So I'm glad you guys are tuning back into the podcast and everything. So, uh, but today got a brand new guest on. He's a good friend of mine, uh, and he is a music artist slash artist here, creative in the Des Moines scene. Shout out to DSM Brew as well. Uh, so they are going to be brewing some coffee in the background. So if you guys hear that, just know that that is what is going on. Uh, but today, my guest is Mr. Billy Weathers, a.k.a. B-Well. Brother, what's going on, man? What's going hey, on? So you're enjoying life, man. Exactly. Happy to be here. Ready exactly, to work. bro. Exactly. Uh, bro, appreciate you sacrificing your day today and just oh, yeah. having a chat with yes, me and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Get to know who uh, B-Well today is and all that. And uh, can just kind of dive into everything. 100%. So, B-Well, before we dive into everything, though, uh, who is B-Well today? How old are you? Kind of give the people that don't know you yeah. just a little bit about yourself. Real quick, for brother. sure. Um, for everybody trying to steal my identity, my government, my yeah, my government name is William Dwayne Weathers, yes, uh, a.k.a. B-Well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I live in Des Moines. I operate here with my team, uh, Deadstock Entertainment. And, uh, yeah, we've just been kind of rolling, I'd say, the last four or five years, the heaviest. Mm-hmm. Um, in, our, in regards to our creative um, capacity, just trying to... Uh, do our part for the culture and trying to help project Des Moines onto the scene. There's a lot of talent here, so we're just trying to do our part, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that it's super important, you know, in, like, the music scene to always, like, you know, be willing to work with a lot of different people. Of and I think that it's super dope, like, what you guys got going on at Deadstock and everything. It's uh, yeah. it's you, and then it's Apollo Spacey, right? And then it is... Um, Damn, I'm trying to tell her yes, sir. Yep. And is there anybody else that's kind of yeah, a part of the team Yeah, AM Mixes too? is our head engineer. Yep. Um, Johnny Morris is another artist from mm-hmm. Sioux City. Um, and then there's Jim Stessman, uh, yep. Marcus Tribble. There's a lot of pieces to that yeah. stock. But in regards to the artist, yeah, it's, that's it's, super it's dope, pretty close niche. Yeah. That's super Thank dope, you. bro. I think that it's super dope that you guys are like... Uh, you guys are just like sharing the wealth and sharing the sugar and sharing the love. You know, Got I think to. that it's super important, you know, because like when they drop like an album or a project yeah. you guys can always promote their work and of then course. when you drop something they're going to be promoting yep. your stuff so it's just like you know getting different avenues and like you know you said uh i think johnny mars right is from like yeah. the sioux city area yep. so that's like a different avenue that you're yeah, able to touch exactly. in on yeah. so i think that that's super dope that you guys have like a super huge collective not only just des moines based but Correct. also like iowa based it's super dope brother. thanks super man dope. Um, B-Well, talk to me about what your experience was like growing up and all that stuff. Kind of just give me, the, yeah. give me the bare bones of what kind of happened. Yeah, I was born actually at the, um, the hospital right over in Sherman Hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived there for about uh, six, seven years. And then yeah. uh, we moved over to the Beaverdale area where we resided until about seventh grade when I moved out to Las Vegas. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. yep. So my mother works and still currently does for the American Red Cross. Gotcha. Shout out to my mom. Shout Love out to her. Red Cross. Yeah, you know, yeah. Shout out to the Red Cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely have, uh, she's taking care of them, but they, they vice versa, you know, they've yeah. done their part and um, let, let her live a, a comfortable life, uh, you know, but she was, yeah, she bust her ass, she's worked her ass off my entire life, um, but yeah, we lived out in Vegas until about 2009, and uh, they relocated into uh, to Edina, Minnesota, okay. and so uh, at that time, that I like just North graduated. like Minnesota? Uh, yeah, it's like a little suburb, it's like a Western Morning off of Minneapolis, okay. essentially, you okay. know what I mean? Uh, okay. 
in the St. Paul area. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, out for that. Um, at the same time, in 09, I graduated from high school uh, yeah. out in Las Vegas, and so I relocated back to Simpson, yeah. uh, Simpson College. So yeah, I, I graduated in 2013 with my Integrated Marketing Communications degree, gotcha. and I uh, played football down there, and that's kind of like where we spearheaded the music and really started. Gotcha, so. gotcha. That's super dope, bro. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, man. Yeah. How was like the experience out in Las Vegas for you? How it was, was wild. That? It was it was cool. It was a uh, complete paradigm shift from yeah. um, living in Des Moines because yeah. like when you when I was at that age, you know, in mm-hmm. seventh eighth grade, all you see from Vegas is the strip. You know, you just yeah. see like whatever they're showing you on television. Mm-hmm. And so when we flew out there to go house hunting for the first time, I was in awe that they even had cribs out there. Yeah, you know? like, they I was even just have, like, like grass and shit. Yeah, in there. it'd be artificial. It'd be artificial, yeah, but uh-huh. they can try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they have golf courses, you know what I mean? They're spending That's the extra dope. money to keep it watered. But yeah, um, yeah it's, it, there, it, there definitely is a whole, like, I don't know, like, ecosystem of yeah, people living out there weird, and operating. It's like, so. you know, like, it's out in the desert yeah. and shit. And uh, I always see, like, <laughs> I haven't, I've been there, but only, like, to the airport and of shit. Course. I haven't, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. gone out and Stand on the there. strip, Las Vegas yeah. Boulevard. Type, but, uh, yeah. I've always, like, seen, like, buddies of mine go there, and they, like, have, like, pictures of people, like, not wearing anything, like, on the street and shit, yeah. and, like, people, like, street performing and all that yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's, like, it's a totally different world, it's and a I city feel like of, you can like, kind of get away with that shit. It's yeah. kind of weird. It's kind of weird how that kind of yeah, like comes about and everything. handing out, like, I don't want to see, you don't want to say prostitution cards, but uh-huh. low-key, like, like, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, you, you know, gotta hustle, gotta hustle. Yeah, 100%, like, I mean, 30 miles outside of town, you can go to, like, brothels and, like, That's things like, yeah, which is wild, you yeah, know, like, uh-huh. think about trying to go, like, 30 minutes outside Des Moines and trying to go to a whorehouse. Dude, it's, it's just crazy, <laughs> yeah, right? it's a totally different, yeah, it's totally different ballgame. Totally, yeah, 100%, mm-hmm. but it was cool, learned a lot, it was, yeah. it's definitely uh, a different pace, it's no slight to Iowa, but we're a little slow in regards to... Diversity and integration, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. so it was cool to go out there and really um, immerse in different cultures and like mm-hmm. see all kinds of different people that are because it's very rare that you meet somebody that was born and raised in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's kind of a sure. hub for people just I don't know staying there for a little while yeah. and then they move on to their next spot. And uh, but yeah, I'm very grateful for my time out there. A huge music influence came from being out yeah. there. You know, you're close to the the West Coast in general, and so. Um, that's why I like fell in love with that sound. Yeah. You know, uh, Nipsey Hussle, the game, yep. just Dre in general, the influence that he had on mm-hmm. music. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely am appreciative of my time out there. Yeah. So. How was the? Uh, well, I I feel like they got like a lot of the shows, so like you're always kind of immersed like in some crazy different shows. Like they have like a lot of magic stuff. Yeah. They have a lot of uh, obviously like music stuff going on there. Like especially like on the strip. Yeah. You know, there's always like something popping and happening. For sure. Uh, did you like go to any of those kind of places? when you were like a kid and going through high school and all that yeah. stuff low key that was like it was kind of like it was cool because I, I didn't really get into like drinking and smoking and partying really mm-hmm. until I got I, until I got into like college and yeah. like, kind of started experimenting with that but luckily like you can be down on the strip until four in the morning yeah. you know what I mean if your parents mm-hmm. are cool with it you yeah, know and you exactly. got good friends and stuff and you, you staying out of sketch areas mm-hmm. and whatnot but yeah you can be in the casinos you can go to shows like they're, they're very lenient in the facts of like letting people just walk around and live freely yeah. down there mm-hmm. you know obviously you can't be gambling unless you're 21 and of exactly. age and whatnot but yeah i remember like for prom we we got a hotel like on on the strip uh-huh. got our limo to take us like after like the ceremonies or whatnot you know yeah. what i mean we were down and we went and saw like one of the water shows like that's down at, yeah like at the luxor or something yeah. I, I don't remember where it are was. a lot of those like, shows like 18 plus or 21 plus oh no or? a lot of them are low-key like family friendly like okay. obviously you can find your yeah, 18 yeah. up yeah, yeah. <laughs> only places for sure but, uh, for sure yeah, there's definitely a 
like I mean they got a place called Circus Circus where it's just mm-hmm. literally like a circus casino essentially yeah. you know that's a little more kid driven gotcha. um, I haven't been there for years but like oh, I shit. assume it's still pretty yeah driven towards that but mm-hmm. yeah it's a, it's a cool place it's a unique place I wouldn't I don't know that I would live there again yeah. definitely a place to like go for a weekend and get out yeah <laughs> you know, exactly but, that's what I kind of hear too yeah. so it'll kind of be interesting when I actually like make the trip out there sure. but uh how was like the experience in high school for you there? I feel like it's like a lot different there. Like, was it more fast paced like than school was back here in like Des Moines and stuff? Yeah, low key. The it's no slight to them. You know, uh-huh. I mean, the, the whole education in this uh, the nation and society is kind of ass backwards. But yeah. like, super bad out there. You know really? what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's not as bad as Mississippi and like uh-huh. some southern states and whatnot as far as like numbers go. But like, mm-hmm. I remember getting there and like in uh, eighth grade and like ninth grade primarily and just being like yo I learned this shit in like three years ago no type shit. thing yeah so it That's was like crazy it made it so it was like easier but like I, I remember not paying attention much in school and kind of like trying to soak in more like game and like understand yeah. like what was going on around yeah. me as opposed to like I wasn't really worried about having to do schoolwork. Yeah. You know? Well, I feel like a lot of those school districts, like, other than, like, in Des Moines, they just, like, don't really care about, like, you know, if you graduate <laughs> or, like, yeah. if you move on to the next grade or your grades in general. Mm-hmm. Like, they just don't really care, which is really sad, too, because, like, you know, that kind of, like, uh, gets into, like, the trajectory of everybody's life and where everybody decides to go with their yeah. lives and everything, especially if, like, you don't have somebody that's good that's in your corner. Uh-huh. I think that that's super important to, like, be successful is to always, like, have somebody good in your corner and everything. Um, B-Well, talk to me about life before music and all that stuff. What was that kind of like? Is it kind of the same gist? You feel like? I was a big sports fan. Uh-huh. I still am, still currently am. I, I, I don't follow, I guess, as much mm-hmm. in depth. But Did you play football like all the way through school? I, I actually, uh, I started out like physically in um, taekwondo and mm. soccer, low key. Mm. So, yeah, I got my flexibility and footwork first. That's you know, up. so And then I kind of stumbled onto uh, basketball and football because it was just mm-hmm. like, that was like what my pops watched, you know. Yeah, and so yeah. I was seeing that all the time and I was very intrigued by that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, off of that, I was able to go to Simpson and continue my uh, collegiate career, mm-hmm. you know, playing. And so that was cool. Uh, but yeah, I guess life before music was like, I've always been into like fashion, you know yeah. what I mean? I like fly yeah, shit yeah. just like the next exactly. man, you know? But, exactly. uh, but yeah, I'm a. I'm an outdoorsy kind of dude. I went to a lot of like summer camps and shit when I was younger because both my parents was working during what the kind summer. Of summer so. camps did you go to? Is it just uh, like he was um, like when we lived in Des Moines? It was um, Campfire Boys and Girls, like okay. like over on Hickman. Gotcha, you know? gotcha. And so like it was like Camp Riverview, Camp Outrageous, all yep. those things where they like take you up to Camp Hanishaw out there, like near Boone and yeah, Angel, yeah, yeah. And, and you just go hiking and learn how to start fires, build that's shit. Super you know? dope, so, bro. That's super dope, super dope. Yeah, it's I love being outside. It's versatile, you know, like, yeah, you know, just shit. Yeah, exactly, bro, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Never want to never wanna get stuck out oh, in the God. wilderness somewhere. Yeah, right, not know how to do not nothing. Not know what to do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try to at least get home. Exactly, man, right. exactly. When did you kind of, like, stumble upon music? Was that yeah, in college? Some, Is as that in, kinda, like, something I wanted to, like, pursue? Or yeah. just, like, uh, Kind of, like, yeah. or give me, like, the whole backstory. Like, For when sure. do you feel like you kind of stumbled onto it and uh, wanted to kind of take it into your own yeah. lane, kind of? I, I guess I say it in most, like, uh, interviews or podcasts mm-hmm. that my pops, uh, had a huge influence on my music just in general he always had like a fat ass music collection yeah and just i remember rows of cds cassettes and like uh, and we would always like they would always clean the house early sunday mornings and so like it didn't really matter if i wanted to be up like the music was playing you know and so when we would go on road trips like traveling with my mom for her job Mm -hmm. or something or going up to minneapolis a lot that's where a lot of my mom's uh folks stay and so we would take uh, road trips and listen to albums from front to back you know and so i'm learning like 
old music. Like, mm, I think Drake's got a line like it's old music, like where you had to like really feel it and go through it kind of mm -hmm. things. And so it was like I grew up on soul and funk music yeah. as opposed to like I don't know. I found hip hop and R and B and like kind of just the pop genre yeah. later on in life yeah. when I could make like curate my own sound. But exactly. it definitely had a a big influence on me. And then uh, I think in third or fourth grade, I picked up the trumpet. Yep. And so I was a I was a brass head. I could play like the baritone. Dope. Yeah, the That's baritone dope. French horn. Cause mm -hmm. I, I was never like first chair. There was always somebody that was a little smoother than yeah, I was. You know? good, but, yeah, it's all good. I think that that like yeah. adds like a different dynamic though to your music For now. Sure. You know, 100%. to like always have that in like your repertoire. You know, just to have that and like yeah. in case if you need to like put on and some brass right, right, right. shit, yeah. you're if able they to do me, it. I'm yeah, you're out. able to do it. You <laughs> yeah, know, that's super dope. Yeah. Is there sure. anything else that kind of like happened throughout the course of like learning music and all that stuff for you? Yeah, like low key when I was in high school, mm -hmm. uh, like my, my friends that I was hanging out with at the time, like uh, we just had this crew like that we rode with. It was me, Jake Barr, mm -hmm. uh, Biggie, Kevin Hughes is, uh, is his real name, and then yeah. Eric, Eric Rubeck, his name is Tubbs, and then Damon Montgomery, who's uh, from I think Greenville or Gainesville, Mississippi. Okay. And so we always just like, we was like into hip hop you know what I mean yeah. like them especially like I remember them just like showing me shit or like that was when LimeWire was cracking so oh, we would just shit. go be downloading That's our been own a music minute. That's yeah been right minute, huh? so yeah we would just be downloading viruses onto our computer getting mixtapes every now and then and then we Hell would like yeah. We would just ride around like with like playing Lupe, and that's like when mm. when Drake was like first coming onto the market yeah. and like listening. That was when like Lil Wayne was at like his peak, and so yeah. like I remember Mississippi just being in the car freestyle and then like rapping, and we're just listening mm. to like the new hot shit. We didn't really listen to the radio, and like yeah. we took pride in being like, nah, we on this shit. You yeah, know what I mean, like, yeah, y'all two months late on that. Exactly, you know what I mean? bro. So. Exactly. I think that like the music, uh, the music scene for like in high school is kind of different because like I remember when I was going through high school, like my homies like if I was playing music in the car or some shit I'd always have to like play some hard shit you know yeah, it's yeah. always like hard hard <laughs> right, hard right, right. you can't be like really playing like can't any soft, soft shit yeah. or whatever yeah, you know sure. but I think that like now it's kind of changed and like mm -hmm. everybody's kind of looking at different genres and stuff yeah. and like uh, Lil Nas X kind of surprised me like with him being African American and also like you know having a country song yeah. is like super dope and with it being like number one for like I think it's like one of the longest running number yeah. one like singles Man, I hope it breaks the record dude okay. yeah I hope he does too yeah. like but I think that it's just interesting because like maybe five ten years ago I don't think that he would have been able to of. do that no. you know it's yeah. like country was just kind of like it was kind of put off mm -hmm. you know but he kind of like has made this like almost hip-hop country lane in a sense I think yeah. that it's just it's interesting how music has kind of just okay. progressed into something different it's becoming now. universal yeah they tried to keep it super like segregated for a long time mm -hmm. but it was like music talks to everybody so it's yeah. like you can't just keep it honed in on one kind of people like yeah. it's just gonna find its way all over especially mm -hmm. with the internet it changed everything so it's just crazy yeah, yeah. i was gonna talk to you about that because i feel like you're like one of the dudes that like i've kind of always known about in music like i feel well, like you. i feel like it was like you in space like especially like in the des moines scene like i For knew sure. about you guys like way back when shout out space yeah mm -hmm. bro yeah but i think that like do you feel like you guys got into like I feel like you guys were in like the SoundCloud age, but mm -hmm. like before, like right before that was like when it was like you'd had to pass out mixtapes or CDs and all sure. that stuff. Like the hustle and the yeah. Grind. How yeah. do you feel like? Uh, did you like do any of that, or was yeah, it like 100%. all kind of strictly SoundCloud stuff? No, actually, when we first, I mean, we was in like the Datpiff era. Uh -huh. We was in like when people was downloading from that. That was a huge thing. Mm -hmm. uh, what was it? 
hiphoperly.com, like uh-huh. all those like kind of like sites where you could upload your own music. Yeah. Uh, it kind of started opening it up for independent artists and people that were even just like bullshitting and making mm-hmm. their own sound. And uh, but yeah, I definitely had my like Simpson days where we was out passing out mixtapes yeah. and we was printing them all ourselves, writing on them, handing mm-hmm. them out, seeing what people thought. And, yeah. But yeah, there was definitely that grind yeah know? how do you I'm feel like that guy. hustles like changed with like the internet obviously like with apple music yeah. and uh with all the streaming services that we yeah. have now i feel like it's kind of changed the dynamic a for lot. sure it's it's almost uh like oversaturated the market you can kind of uh-huh. i kind of resemble it to me and teller talk about like shoes he's a big shoe fanatic yeah, yeah. And so he kind of re- re- relates I don't know, we kind of make like the correlation between music and the shoe market. Like now it's just oversaturated. You can go get, yeah. like Jordan releases don't really have as much hype behind them yeah, as they yeah. used to. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like music's the same thing. Like for Lil Wayne to move a million copies back in like 2008. Like that's for, just insane. Yeah, that's fucking unheard of now. Yeah. I mean, like streaming is cool, you know, uh-huh. but it's just like they've kind of manipulated the market to make the music industry even more bread. Yeah. And it's just like it's, it's good and bad, you know, like the... the people can go find whatever they want to listen to yeah. but now it's also just become extremely oversaturated yeah so. and i think that like the oversaturated part kind of sucks to a certain extent For but sure. like it's also like really cool with how it's kind of set up now because like you literally just have to post a link yeah. or even like a screenshot of yeah. like what your tape looks like and then you know you can just send people to go look at it yep. and stuff and they can stream it uh but it's kind of like it kind of sucks though because like I thought uh, I didn't think that like iTunes would ever like go away and now they're talking about like getting rid of it as a whole and yeah. shit so it's just kind of weird like how music has definitely changed like I feel like in our lifetime we've seen like CDs and DVDs like go from like the top thing to like dying out you know yeah, and then like before though. that it was <laughs> records and yeah. uh, like tapes and stuff so yeah. it's just interesting I don't know if like I was kind of talking about this with one of my buddies. Uh, I was talking like, I feel like streaming is like the last like frontier for us. Like, I don't really think that we can go. Yeah, I don't know much any, how much further. Yeah, you know, you like, know unless but, if like we ingrain it like into our minds or something. Like, I don't. Like, I wouldn't put it past. Yeah, them, you, know, like, you know, but I don't think that like there's gonna be a next step other yeah. than streaming. I feel like this is gonna be like what it is for, sure. for like for a long time at least. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, like I can't think of like what they could do other than this. Right, right, right. But you know, how do you feel like that dynamic has been like? Uh, in in like in essence of like you know trying to re almost like reinvent yourself as a music artist you know because like i feel like you have to like keep with the times and shit and like you have to like learn how to like put all your stuff on different platforms Mm -hmm. and all that how do you feel like that's been for you a challenge i think it's been the fun Mm -hmm. like the probably the funnest part Mm -hmm. you know is like not really like you kind of hone in on who you are and then you figure out like the marketing behind it because it's it's more like uh, I think the sound is still the most important thing to me. Absolutely. You know, um, in regards to anybody that knows me knows how I react when I hear something mm-hmm. that I really like. And so yeah. if my music doesn't bring that out of me, I don't yeah. want to release it. Mm-hmm. And so, But in regards to you have to build a brand nowadays because yeah. people are following that more than they follow anything else exactly. you know like you you don't really know why you have an iphone or an apple computer mm-hmm. but it's kind of just like that's that's that shit thing. you know yeah. what i'm saying like everybody exactly. else got one so this is what i'm doing you know exactly. what i mean and like if you can build that mythos and that hype behind mm-hmm. who you are and what's your name and what you're kind of bringing to the table i yeah. feel like that's the separation between being an independent artist and mm-hmm. a superstar nowadays yeah absolutely tell has got a really and this is like for anybody that's tuning in mm-hmm. this is a gem so you should pay attention like the, pay attention if as an artist if you can create or people know what your theme park 
would look like, mm -hmm. you're on the right track. Mm. Think about it. You know exactly what you would get if you went to Astro World, to yep. a real place. Exactly. If you went to OVO World, mm. you know what you would get. If you went to J. Cole's, you know what you would get. Yep. I know what I would get if I went to Teller's. Yep. I know what I would try to provide if you went to mine. Mm -hmm. You know, and so if, it took me a long time to be able to figure that out yeah. and really be like, who am I? What am I trying to sell? Yeah. You know, besides my music, because mm -hmm. people are trying to, I don't know, the, the artists that we listen to, we kind of listen to them and apply their tactics to our lives mm -hmm. and we're trying to be like I, i'm glorifying that because that's yep. the way i want to live yep. you know what i mean and so that's really i don't know the challenge that i feel like we've been figuring out the past six months to mm -hmm. a year and that i that is i feel like the biggest separation between artists just in general yeah because so. i think that it's super important you know to find your own style like you and teller has been saying you know like i think that you know even in like just the creative industry as a whole i feel like it's super important to you know if I'm seeing like your work or whatever, like I want to be able to know, like, oh, that's B well right there. Like, yeah. that's that's exactly what I'm hearing. Yeah, like, every I know, time. yeah. So I think that that's super important, you know, to be able to build that. And I think that that's a special thing too. But I think that you also like have to keep in mind that like you know you do want to be versatile. Like in yep. case if like somebody wants to like get on a feature with you or yeah. some shit, you know, like if like somebody like Drake or like maybe like a Khalid that's got a little bit more of a singing voice yep. or something like that, uh, if they want to get on and like. You know, you do a feature with them. You got to be able to kind of work with them yeah, and like give them a different, give sure. them a different sound too. I think that uh, music is just this beautiful thing that you know you can add different sounds into the one little track and then just make something beautiful out yeah. of it. You know, I think that's super important. Very, very. Uh, well talk to me about what it was like for you uh, recording your first song. What was for that sure. like for you? When was that? Was that in that college? Was in, yeah, that was in college. Mm -hmm. That we really did like the. The first one was a homie named Miles Reed, mm -hmm. and I was a sophomore, sophomore at Simpson. Okay. And we was living over in the Buxton dorms, and I remember Miles. He came from Arizona, yeah. and so we had that like little mutual yep. tie. Like, oh, Arizona's pretty close to Vegas. Yep. Like, we out here in Indianola. Out in the this desert. is kind of yeah, out in the yeah. Desert, now we're back in the slums and fucking yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, shout out to Indianola. It's yeah. really not that bad. Yeah. It's kind of bad. Uh, <laughs> But so, yeah, he uh, like he, he played football with me, and he was a wide receiver mm -hmm. and whatnot. And he was always, like, just rapping in general. We had that mutual, like, kind of thing, like, as far as friends. Like, mm -hmm. yo, like, I'm listening to this, what you listening to. And then he showed me some shit that he had made. And I was like, yo, this is hard. Where'd you make this at? Like, uh -huh. and he was like, shit, just open my room. And I was like, okay, for sure. And so I go up there, mm -hmm. and he shows me his setup. He's got this little little microphone just set up, like, in his closet. No shit. And, but, yeah, just, like, in between clothes and whatnot. Uh -huh. And he's like, yeah, this is where I record at. So we hopped on, uh, you feeling it? That Jay-Z, like, old okay. Jay-Z song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had the instrumental. And it was me, Miles, and then Jake Trote, who's still doing okay. music here in town with uh, okay. Taylor King. And shout out those guys for sure. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I remember like writing my verse, and I was all out of pocket, had no rhythm, ass. Hey, you know you what gotta I mean? start so, somewhere, yeah, though, you know. But I remember doing that and being like, "Yo, this is hard." And then mm -hmm. we, uh, I was up at Thanksgiving break, mm -hmm. and uh, Jake Barr and Biggie would always come home with me because, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, my folks were staying in Minnesota, and their folks were back in Minneapolis. You know, mm -hmm. it'd be expensive as hell to travel in this country, and so we went to Best Buy on like Black Friday and cop like a microphone oh, and like shit. a cord, some headphones and yeah from there it was kind of just like 
let me rip all these instrumentals that uh, yeah. my favorite rappers are using and mm-hmm. let me try my own shit on them and then that's it's kind of dope. Yeah, that's super dope I think that like this. music is like it's such like a trial and error type of thing yeah. you know you just gotta learn like what you're good at what you're not good at and then you know try to progress on the stuff that you yeah. aren't good at you know and I think find that, yourself. that was back in like what 2012 maybe yeah that like, would have been 20 there. like yeah the 20 like 11 through 13 yeah time frame. area yeah. yeah so you know like you've obviously like grown a lot since then you know you've kind of found your own style found your own lane and you yeah. kind of built like this persona of be well now you For know sure. you're just kind of doing your thing man i really just appreciate you know Thank seeing you, artists like yourself and like the guys in dead sock you know just trying to build like your own brand and shit i, just, I admire that a lot thank you man. Admire that a lot uh be well talk to me like how long you've been into the music scene obviously like it's been kind of since yeah. that point do you feel like there was like a jump in between that to when you like officially like wanted to start doing it yeah there was i was in my i was in brian stephan's class mm-hmm. i can't remember what i think it was some journalism course yeah um and a dude named grant rogers who was working for the simpsonian he was like their head editor-in-chief uh-huh. came up to me and i was just sitting there getting ready for class you know mm-hmm. probably doing my homework that i didn't do and so he's sitting there and he's like yo man congrats be well like i see you got a show and i was like yeah yeah the show that we're doing over here at simpson we had like uh-huh. a show coming up or whatever he's like no this one downtown des moines and i was like what the fuck is he talking about and he pulls this up like there's this dude named be well and i was like and like there's a little bio on him and he's like uh-huh. this other dude from des moines and i was like i don't know who that is you know what i mean and he was like you sure? And I was like, well, yeah, I think I would know if I had a show coming up, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And so later on, I like, I'm just kind of like diving more into it. I see who some of the other opening acts are. Uh-huh. And one of the girls that was on the show actually reached out. She shot me a message and she was like, yo, I see that you go by the same alias as this guy. He actually just canceled. Would you like to come down and like perform in his spot? Whoa, right. that's crazy. <laughs> right? Yeah, and so I'm like, yeah, of course. And so uh-huh. we, 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 we pack up like three or four cars with the, like the homies that I play yeah. football and just like, created with. And we go down to Vaudeville. Uh-huh. And yeah, that was our like first like show in Des Moines uh-huh. and I remember like getting done with the show and like people we you know I'm, I'm conversating with some of the artists like yo mm-hmm. you dope yeah let's do this again and like and the the dude's like yo be well let's settle up and I'm like I don't even know what the fuck that means at this point you know I'm, just, like, I'm following this dude to the back room like right, yo yeah. and he, he hands me this like wad of cash and I was like you know I'm not gonna turn down no money exactly. you know what I mean? I take it. he was like yo good show tonight like I appreciate you putting this on and I was like no doubt man you know we're gonna pay off the other artists and I'm sitting there looking at this money like yo this is kind of fun you know yeah. what I mean like I can get used to this and type like, you thing probably you probably know? did like an hour of your time oh, just man, performing man. and if shit that, you know, I, mean, I might have been on stage for 30 minutes yeah, you know what I mean you just so, got, like, got the cash got the bread and yeah, you just get it back to Indianola that's dope <laughs> yeah, bro that's dope cool. that's super awesome have you like uh, heard about the other B-Well I haven't like, I remember he reached out he said uh-huh. something I think it was after the show like maybe uh-huh. a week or so he's like yo bro you're using my name and I was like, you didn't even show up for your show, homie. So whose name is it now? You know what I mean? Like, what's That's really crazy. You know what I mean? Like, we, obviously, we wasn't beefing or nothing. Uh-huh. Or like, I, didn't, I wasn't engaging in the, the theatrics. But it was just yeah. like... I'm about to use it if it's working. Yeah, you know? exactly. So. That's just crazy. Like I've never heard of like a story yeah. like that. That's insane. Yeah, that's it was insane. Cool. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty interesting. Especially like two of the same guys just from the same city. Mm-hmm. Like you know, got the same name. What are the odds? Yeah, of that? and his name like it like fit the B well more. I think it was like Bryce or something Brian Wellman or something. Okay. And so it was like he it maybe fit his name a little yeah. more. Yeah. You know, and so maybe that's why he was like beefing with it. But it was just like man. I'm gonna just do my yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm bro. gonna just keep going. Yeah, you know, I, exactly. I, I didn't. 
I wasn't vindictive when I chose this name, yeah. or you know what I mean. I chose exactly. to go by this alias. So. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it's like obviously you didn't know about him or whatever, yeah. so it's like, hey, and you didn't show up, man. Yeah, exactly. Opportunity you know? passed. Opportunity homie. came <laughs> yeah, and sure. you capitalized on 100%. it. That's what's up. That's, how it That's be. what's up, bro. Um, be well. Talk to me. Uh, what is like your greatest accomplishment that you've done so far? This could be in life. This could be in music. This could be in whatever you want to talk about. That's a tough question. I would mm-hmm. say like watching. Watching the people closest to me like mm-hmm. excel and then just grow not only as artists but human beings. Yeah. You know, uh, whether that be Malia or Teller or Anthony mm-hmm. or Jim or Taylor, Jerry, DJ, like my, my, I have a big and small circle. You yeah. Know? I, I keep the people that I keep very close, they uh-huh. mean a lot to me and I, and I tell them about everything that's going on in my exactly. life and things. And so it's, it's cool to like, it makes me feel good like about my unit that we're mm-hmm. still like, clicking you know what i mean yeah. six seven eight a decade yeah. into this shit like we're still like you know everybody has their ups downs but there's there hasn't been like a pitfall yet and so i'm very very proud of that i'm very proud of like the team aspect the things that we've been Absolutely. able to build and in, in regards to being like a pillar in this city regardless of how people feel about me like we've made a dent and an impact here and, you know it doesn't yeah. really i don't care if you don't like the music you know like the, it's more about the movement in my eyes yeah you know like the, the music will come I, I just keep getting better my team mm-hmm. keeps getting better exactly. so it's just like it'll get to a point where it's undeniable mm-hmm. and so that's what i'm the most proud of as far as one physical thing i would say probably culture con yeah uh, working with lavish that and uh, shout out dope. those guys mm-hmm. but yeah just like that that was like a culmination of like everything that everybody in the city has been working for yeah. just you know like that was to just put under one roof yeah 700 just... plus people in, in woolies like for yeah. all like there was nobody outside of i think cedar falls was the furthest we went to get wow. kenneth black you That's know what i mean like, like and shout out kb in mm-hmm. his fashion but like that was all Iowa. Yeah. And that was sold out. And, like, mm-hmm. that was, like, one of the best nights that Woolies has ever done behind the bar. And, yeah. like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of national headlining acts that come in there. And to, like, be able to be like, yo, yeah, we did this shit, too. It was cracking. Uh-huh. You know what yeah. I mean? Obviously, we went to Omaha. It ain't going to be like that in Minneapolis. But soon but it will like, be. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, like, you got to start somewhere. And I think exactly. that, like, you know, something that is really dope that you guys have kind of taken the initiative on this past, like, six months to a year. Like, especially in 2019, you guys have, like, been doing almost an event every single month it feels like you know and i think that like the event thing is like you know obviously like you guys have uh your main motive which is like to perform your guys's music but like also like the other motive is like you're trying to bring just the culture together these people together and you know i think that that's like super important in our community because like we don't have a lot of stuff like that you know and like i think that like during the summer months it's like that's when it's mainly happening but like you know during like the winter months and like you know in the middle of january or december or whatever people get cold and isolated yeah and they're like you know i think that like there's something about like uh what do they call it? It's like a seasonal depression. Yeah, 100%. You know, like I definitely people are just like sitting around because like you don't have shit to do here. Yeah, like it's not cold as fuck. On. Like you don't want to <laughs> yeah. go outside or whatever. Exactly. So you know, like versus like the summer, like you can go outside, you can sit outside, and like sure. you know, just eat some food or whatever. But I think that it's super important that we have events like that, and you know, for people like yourself and the Dead Sock guys, and just like you know, you guys are creating these events, you know, to try and bring the culture together, and it's just super 100%. dope, man. It's super dope. Thanks, man. And then you guys did the. Uh, uh, what was the one? Uh, was that the art atrium? Oh uh, yeah, the, the move. The move, yeah, yeah the move. I thought a, that was super dope too. You thanks, know, just man. like, uh, just kind of like a little sit down, like and just like touring around a little gallery space. Yeah, I that was, like, it was a like a low key idea. like 
um, like our culture mm-hmm. art fest. It's no slight to the Des Moines Art Week or anything. Mm-hmm. Like the art festival, I go to it every single year, and yeah. I'm in awe of like. But I don't have twenty thousand dollars to drop on a fucking exactly. painting or a, like a sculpture. Exactly. I would love to at some point mm-hmm. in my life, but uh, like I'm not in that position, and ninety nine point eight percent of my friends are not in that position. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was it was cool to be able to set up something where it was like. Borg got a shot. Yep. S dot got a shot. Yep. Riley Glenn got a shot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Teller Banks got a shot to move his jewelry. Like yep. we had like like people that I interact with on a daily basis, mm-hmm. like out here slanging shit, making a couple hundred bucks, just yep. selling twenty, thirty, fifty dollar things. Yep. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I remember buying like a painting or two off of Laura Todd and like mm-hmm. just being like, Yo, this shit is dope, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like it was very uh, like humbling experience yeah. to just be like it's easy for us as performers. I don't want to say easy. I think that we've mm-hmm. put in like um, the steps to create our platforms, mm-hmm. you know. But there's vaudevilles, there's lefties, yeah. there's you know what I mean. There's the gas lamp, there's woolies, yeah. obviously, to where we have a shot to perform. But it's very hard for photographers and painters yeah. and jewelers to get their artwork and those things off. Besides, like the internet or maybe getting on the mm-hmm. farmers market, you know what I mean. Yeah. And even that's hard, you yeah. know. So it's just like. What can we do to give back to the people that come and support us on the day? Yeah, exactly. And I think that, like, you rise an interesting point. You know, like, people like painters and uh, photographers and stuff. Like, obviously, like, photographers, you can get some type of recognition by, like, working with music artists mm-hmm. and taking pictures of music artists or whatever. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of, like, people that are very talented and, like, they what? don't get to display yeah. their work. In this much, city alone. Know? Like, yeah. I can only imagine what it's like in every other city. But, mm-hmm. like, Des Moines is dope as fuck mm-hmm. as far as, like, creatives go. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that don't really get their their chance to shine and it can be very discouraging. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know how it felt, like, to do shows and 10 people show up. You yeah. know what I mean? We still have some shows that are like that. But it's just, mm-hmm. like, I, I can only imagine how it feels to put your art and like your soul into a mm-hmm. photography and then no one really gives a shit yeah or, you know like mm-hmm. it can tough. be it can be a little tough sometimes you know but i think that like as long as like you have people like yourself or you know like you believe in yourself too i of think course. that's like super important to like always have like yourself backing yourself and then you know find like this collective of people that you know care about yourself and like your work and all that stuff too i think yeah. that's super important and you know it's super dope that like there are people like you out there that are trying to get Thank back you, to the community and stuff man it's super dope appreciate so, you uh we kind of talked about like where your love for music kind of stemmed from yeah. obviously like it was kind of like from your parents and stuff do yep. you feel like there's anything else that kind of brought the love into the music and stuff yeah i, I don't know what it is i've always had a fascination with sound mm-hmm. i love it I, i'm and i I attribute a lot, obviously, you know, like the, the, from infancy to the first like five years of your life mm-hmm. is the most formative years in yeah. regards to motor skills and, and just operational and how your brain like activity works. Yeah. And so uh, shout out to my parents for doing whatever they did. You know what I mean? Nobody's perfect, but yes. like, I really appreciate the fact that I'm a well-rounded individual yeah. in regards to like, I'm not just good at one thing or I'm not just okay at this like I can I whatever I try to do I, I try to be really good at it you know and like uh, and that's I don't know it's never like an egotistical arrogant thing it's just I, I, I like to work hard and like yeah. if it's a if I know that I can do it a little bit it's like I want to do it a lot Absolutely. type of thing and so uh, even with like going back to the summer camp thing like there were a lot of long drives up to like Boone and Camp Hanishan so we're listening to the radio and like I remember listening to like John Mayer and like people that and I was like this shit's tight you know what yeah. I mean regardless of like you know being like a young black male in like America like you tell people you listening to Fall Out Boy and John Mayer and like yeah. people they're like 
why or you yeah. know what I mean they look at you funny but yeah. like I was very influenced by that and I remember two songs in in general that will always forever stick with me mm -hmm. was um Air Force Ones by the St. Lunatics Nelly yep. and Rollout by Ludacris. Okay. And I and I remember watching the Rollout music video when I was getting my haircut when I was a young kid. Mm -hmm. Like and I was like, this is the hardest shit I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. then listening to Air Force Ones and I remember like being able to like catch the lyrics pretty easy yeah. and I was like I can remember this shit and you know mm -hmm. and I, obviously it took me years to put it all together like yeah. maybe you could rap you know yeah. but like the, I just remember listening to those like in general and then I got like the Murphy Lee mm -hmm. album and um, Beg for Mercy I got Beg for Mercy from mm -hmm. G-Unit from like one of the girl, you know, you can't call it a girlfriend in seventh grade, yeah. you know. What I mean? But she got me that CD and it was unedited, and my parents never let me listen to that shit. My dad was oh, very shit. like, "You better not say the n word, you better not cuss," type thing. And so it was just like, when I got to hear that stuff, I was like, mm -hmm. "Yo, you know, like fucking young Buck, Lloyd Banks, and Fifty Cent are out here talking about killing, drugs, women, all this shit." And I'm just like, "Yo, this shit's hard, bro." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that Dr. Dre produced it. Like yeah. I'm like, this is the hardest shit I've heard in my life. And that I was like, from insane. that point on, I was like. I don't know what else I would want to do. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So keep it a butt. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing, brother. Uh, talk to me, if you will, about uh, who or what is kind of the inspiration to do sure. what you do. I'd say my inspiration comes a lot from overall sound, but a particular person is my mother, her work ethic, and uh, her belief just in the world in general. You know, like she's a, she's a beautiful soul in regards to just how she operates you yeah. know like every like I said like I'm a walking flaw my parents aren't perfect yeah. nobody is you know and mm -hmm. so it's just like to to see somebody really put their all into like not only their life but like their their family like that mm -hmm. shit means a lot to me and so it's like I try to incorporate that not only into my music but then how I like build my my family my brand my, my team and things yeah. like that it's like that's the only thing that really like matters to me yeah. there's like the fluidity and the structure that we got going on you know like like I said my circle is super cl like tight mm -hmm. close knit like yep. if I fuck with you I fuck with you the long way and I'm gonna hold you down forever type exactly. of thing it's like, exactly. and so I, I, I take that like from her you know what I mean I take a lot from my father I take a lot from my my sisters and my friends and just music in general whatever I'm listening to I can I can learn from it you yeah. know what I mean I can be like Drake made a statement when he, when he got signed to Young Money and he was like I was on tour with Lil Wayne and I wasn't performing but I was standing next to that stage every single night and I was learning I was taking that yeah. shit in and like mm -hmm. that's how I feel just about life like no matter where I'm at I'm trying to like soak Taking it all in yeah there's good there's man. bad there's ugly there's beautiful exactly. and it's just like if I, if I can learn and be like I like the way they did that I'm gonna do it like this though and I'm, it's gonna be way harder yep. you know what I mean exactly. like if I can if I can figure that out that's my that's my goal and that's what I'm trying to accomplish yeah. throughout this I think that it's a beautiful thing like just being like family oriented like you said and like you know 100%. being like surrounded by like people that you care about and that people like really care about you as well I think that's a super important thing to life yeah. too man because like you know obviously like music can be forever but like the people that you surround yourself with is what is gonna like only be there like when you're dying and yeah. like when it's your last moments of your life and shit you yeah. know so I think that like you know having and establishing those relationships with the people that matter the most to you it's the best thing that yeah. you can do in life uh, it's a beautiful thing man. do you feel like do you feel like you uh want to tap into like any other avenues like in like the yeah. creative scene is yeah. there like I want to do it things? all man. yeah <laughs> yeah I have 
because I don't Dreams feel like I don't feel like you're just like gonna be stuck in music. Like I feel like yeah, you are like I, a very creative being, thanks, and like you know, like especially like with the events that you put on and stuff. Yeah. And that, I remember we were like messing around and uh, shoot the shit, and you was like had the camera yeah, out. Yeah, you know, snagging them. Yeah. yeah, trying. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I just I, I love art and I like creating just mm-hmm. in general. Like the lamest shit to somebody might be the most beautiful thing to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. In regards to like either an event, a flower, uh, mm-hmm. artwork, a plant, it, it really doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. so it's like. I'm intrigued by colors and sound more than anything else in the world. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I'm not really trying to put really like goals on my life. It's mm-hmm. more like, what can I see and be inspired by and then go do? Like in my Vanity Fair song, my first line is like, I feel like Diddy, but my bar is way better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I respect P. Diddy's hustle regardless of how you feel about him. He's, yeah. he's going to be a billionaire. You know, it's like what he's been able to do, uh, not only in music but like in the black community yeah. in the in the music culture and all that is inspiring to me yeah you know and there's Especially people that are like an african-american billionaire like yeah, that's something that you don't really of. hear of until like, jay-z you know. and him did it like yeah you know what i mean well, in, in music you know yeah. what i mean like mm-hmm. bob johnson oprah like there have been like other black entrepreneurs who have yeah. broken that that Barrier. threshold mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean but like to see somebody get it out the like you know what I mean? Like, Jay-Z talks about it. Like, he literally sold crack and made it up. Yeah. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm never going to knock nobody's house. So I give a fuck less. Exactly. McDonald's is crack. Exactly. Burger King is crack. <laughs> like, you're never going to tell me that, mm-hmm. though, like, what somebody else is doing is wrong. Like, you go fuck yourself is mm-hmm. how I see it. And I, and I apologize for the profanity. Nah, you no, know you're good. I mean? But, like, I, I, get, like to, I get passionate about, like, because it's like, I remember Tommy Lauren. Like, they used it in Drug Dealers Anonymous, the Pusha uh-huh. T and Jay-Z song. And it's like, your husband sold crack cocaine for 14 years or something. And it was just like... Yeah, that was and now the look life. At him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those were his circumstances, his environment, mm-hmm. and he survived. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You came from a trust fund, yeah, Tommy. You exactly. know what I mean? You, you you were handed everything, and so it's like, how can you sit on this pedestal of, of privilege and look down on somebody that came from nothing? That yeah. came from Marcy Projects, like yeah. yeah fuck it's you. like I don't know. I think <laughs> that you know? like we we live in like an interesting time right a very now, man. Weird time. Like, you know, and like people are always like trying to judge yeah, like what people did in the past. Yeah. You know, like it just or just anything like it, like um, it's 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 odd. It's an odd complex. You know, mm-hmm. like as far as like Buddha talks about, like negativity is five times stronger than positivity. So every mm-hmm. negative thought you have to counteract it with five yeah. positive ones, and like that's how the world operates. Also, mm-hmm. in regards to how you feel or what your religious affiliation is, it's like mm-hmm. that's like a true testament or something that I believe. Yeah. And so it's like. People are just waiting for you to fuck up. Like, yeah. literally, LeBron is probably the greatest human walking in regards mm-hmm. to what he has accomplished in his life and what he came from and what he continues mm-hmm. to do. And people can't wait for him to screw up yeah. or tweet something that's racist or tweet something that's out of line. Like that, that blows my mind. And yeah. like, and that's why I can't, I can't really watch like ESPN like that. I can't sit here and it's no slight to people, but how am I watch an average white man talk about one of the greatest athletes of all time exactly. and talk about how he choked in the finals? Yeah. It's like. You like, barely made the high school basketball yeah, team, bro. fam. It's but like, you gonna talk about this dude? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I see uh, LeBron is definitely like one of the most like hated people yeah. out there in the universe. Which is which fucking mind boggling. I saw, man. I saw somebody. Uh, they tweeted some shit. It was, it was just blasphemy. They said uh, LeBron's like career average is like 27 7, seven and seven. 7 and he hasn't done that and he hasn't game, done yeah. that in a game yeah, it's like you're a it's moron like, it's like bro like <laughs> is he gotta jump <laughs> over the moon stupid. bro like yeah, what's he gotta stupid, do man it's sad yeah and i think that like you know i don't know there's something else that happened on social media that kind of like rubbed me the wrong way a little bit uh mm-hmm. it was kevin hart when he was getting ready to host the oscars uh people like 
got tweets that he was saying like 10 years ago or some shit yeah. and it was about like some like gay like LGBTQ yeah. type of statements or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like you know he's not doing that now yeah. and I'm pretty sure that like a majority of like society has said things yeah. like that because like you know comedy like 10 years ago like you were allowed to like get away it was with that shit. And yeah, it still it should like, be. yeah and it was like you know people were like saying like oh that's gay like, yeah this is that this is that you know what i'm saying like it was like that was like the way of the world right. back then but you know going back and like trying to rip somebody for what they said in the yeah. past is like super and fucked up the, i know? think what, what irritates me the most about just american society in mm-hmm. general is like we castrate all these individuals whether it be asian american indian native blacks whites forgetting that we created slavery in 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 this society and capitalism and you know what i mean and segregation and like 50 years ago my grandmother couldn't eat we couldn't even sit at this fucking coffee shop and it's just like the the big like i was told by my coach one time like Mm. you don't throw stones if you live in a glass house america Mm. ain't nothing but a ponzi scheme in a glass house and it's just like all we're doing is chucking shit talking shit and it's just like bro look at your framework look where we come from and y'all got all this negative ass shit to say like how about you do your own dirt how about you tell these people where they came from and why we can't Mm. go home because we don't know where home is and like there's all this i could ramble on about that for hours but it's just yeah it pisses me off and that's like mm -hmm. that's why i'm excited to like pursue this music shit you yeah. know what i mean because this is like my platform you know yeah. i don't know like in regards to music i know that i'm not the most talented rapper you know mm-hmm. what i mean i live with the dopest rapper alive and yeah. to ever do it and his name's teller banks Hell and so yeah. it's like yeah. i get to i get to witness greatness and it's like that's the things that like motivate me mm-hmm. you know what i mean i know that like i'm able to coordinate and, and, and inspire people and things like that and, mm-hmm. and if music is my avenue to do that then you're damn right I'm going to pursue it and I'm going to do it to the fullest extent but I'll be damned if I pigeonhole myself into this is all I can do like I can't wait to get on interviews and talk crazy Mm -hmm. and be like nah do do your research why don't you do it bro why don't you start a podcast or something because I like I for one it's like I I would want to start one that's like encompassing more than just me you Mm -hmm. know what I mean and so I I guess I'm trying to figure out because I've you're like uh, probably the third or fourth person that has like brought that to my attention you should should, man thanks man you should I want to do, because I would want to incorporate it with, like, music somehow. You know, like, uh-huh. bring an artist in, he streams yeah. it a little bit, and then we just talk our Dude, shit, you know? just do it, man. Yeah. Just do it. Like, and if you need help, man, just let me know, and I'd be happy to help you guys, sure. man. Thank like, you, man. Because, like, that. I think that, you know, you do have, like, a lot of good stuff that you have to say, and I think Thanks. that, like, music, obviously, like, you can get that out, but, like, there's something about, like, you know, podcasting where you can, like, just sit yeah. down in front of a microphone, and, like, people are just listening to your voice. Yeah. And I think that, like, you know... It's kind of, like, the way that, like, your word flow is is super dope, but, like, you know, sometimes when you're when you're rapping or, like, you're singing or whatever, like, mm-hmm. some of the lines just kind of go over people's heads, 100%. you know, which is, like, just kind of the way of the world right now, yeah. but, like, you know, when you're sitting down and, like, you're just conversating with somebody, yeah. and, like, you're giving your views. You can I hit think, a little harder. Yeah, you For know, sure. and I think that, like, you know, all you got to do is just buy a fucking microphone. <laughs> yeah, right. in your, yeah, we got a few. Yeah, crew, you know, so. yeah, you're good, man, <laughs> yeah. so I think that's yeah. definitely something that... I would advise you to do, bro. Thank like, you, man. you know, I just get that. on that shit, man. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't have to be like the perfect thing right now, right. you know. And I think that like just starting it is like the best thing that you can do. 100%. And like, obviously, like you know, we were talking about some real world shit, and yeah. that's like all you gotta do, man. Yeah. Like, you just talk about the real world shit because people you know, want to talk about it. Yeah, and that's why, like, you know, I try to just talk about the truth. Obviously, like the truth podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to talk about like what's going on in the world, you know, and like talk about like the truth of like what somebody's been through and shit. Yeah. You know, I think that that's super important to do that. So, 100%. you know, and like, I think that like in the community, sometimes people can be like, 
very like cutthroat, like saying like, "Oh, I'm the only podcast here in Des Moines yeah. or whatever." It's like, bro, like Sick. do your dance, bro. Yeah. Like, fuck, cool. man. Like, go ahead yeah, and do I'm it, bro. You. you know exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like right. you know, like I'm never gonna steer somebody away from it. So I'm like, I'm like, bro, like if you need some help, hit my line, yeah, bro. Like I can get you on some to some streaming services and shit, bro. Like you can do it, bro. Yeah. Like I think that like. There's so many people that, like, get so caught up in what they're doing and thinking that they're, like, the only one that's doing it. Mm -hmm. And then they get pissed of, like, you know, if somebody's, like, trying Trying to be, like, in competition or whatever. And it's like, bro, I welcome that shit, you know? It's like, I'm still going to be doing my thing. It's like, who am I I to, like, tell you not to do something, you know? And it's like, competitiveness should be in there, like every person Mm -hmm. you know like especially in this society i mean if you want to do anything you have to have some kind of like competitiveness and like at least like a chip on your shoulder and Mm -hmm. know like you you can't really be like soft about things yeah like you can be emotional and make decisions i guess but it's not going to get you yeah yeah and i think that like something that i've been trying to do a lot is like know just showing love to like all my homies like regardless of like what avenue they're in if they're in the same avenue as me or if like they're in the music industry or you know whatever the case is like i'm just gonna always show love because if it's art and i think that it's dope i'm gonna tell you that it's fucking dope i'm gonna share it out and you know i'm gonna show love and all that so you know like and i think that like i just i welcome everybody like you know if you guys have any questions for me about how to run a podcast like you know just let me know because like shit bro like it's I think that everybody has their own voice, and that's why, like, I never shy away from, like, getting somebody on the podcast, too. It's like, you know, I welcome it, because it's, like, it's a different avenue of people that will come over and watch my podcast or whatever, and then, like, they're also able to, like, spit their truth and tell their story, and, like, I think that I learn so much about just, like, hearing people talk, Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, hearing, like, my other friends, like, and what they think about, and, like, me and you, like, we obviously think, like, pretty like-minded with that shit, you know? So, yeah, I think that it's super important, like, to, you know, let your voice be heard, bro. So, like, if you got to do a podcast, bro, do the podcast. Do that, do that shit, man. For sure. Yeah. That's good advice. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Um, tell me about some of the future plans you got going. Be well. It's yeah. kind of some of the closing questions I have for you. But tell 100%. me about some of the future plans and, you know, got some stuff coming up. So. Yeah. You know, I got to keep a lot of things under wrap in mm-hmm. regards to, like, I don't want to talk crazy and then not produce. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. I hate when people do that. I hate when I do that. Yeah. And so kind of hard sometimes yeah. not to do that yeah you, you get like get i just don't want to get the carriage in front of the yeah the horses mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i really don't want to just get too ahead of myself but yeah i'm mm-hmm. excited for like the fall and the the winter i'm excited mm-hmm. for the the west album release yeah. uh if you're not doing anything on august 10th that's uh, a saturday come on out uh i don't know it'll be crazy again you know what i mean i, yeah, I, yeah. I don't really try to put on things that aren't at least fun for like 20 minutes like yeah. even if you give me 20 30 minutes of your time like mm-hmm. you'll be like yo that shit was kind of fly i'm yeah. going back to the next one but yeah uh yeah that one there'll be a lot of art music mm-hmm. food um yeah just a lot of my friends that are being it's cool like to just come and have them all under one roof mm-hmm. for one night you know like yeah. anybody that i feel like has been to our shows knows there's like some kind of magical mystique or energy yeah. that goes on like mm-hmm. and it's just like this is dope this is organic i fuck yeah. with this kind of thing um September we have a pretty big event that's in the uh, it's in the works, it's in the works. yeah 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 and then CultureCon 2 coming up yep. you know what I mean um, but yeah more music more videos yep. more trips seeing the world man I'm, I'm really excited I feel very alive I've never mm-hmm. felt this uh, inspired and just like hungry you know yeah. I'm ready to work at any time and if, if, that, if I got a call and need to be in Indonesia tomorrow for a video shoot I'm flying Let's you know it. what I mean yeah, okay. who cares mm-hmm. like I'm gonna die someday yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like 
and, and my, my breath is no longer going to be like here. So mm. it's just like I'm going to get everything I got to say out and everything that I want to yeah. do out before yeah. it's taken away from me. Yeah. So I'm like looking at life now. And it took yeah, me a long yeah. time to really get that comfortability within myself and the confidence and just fluidity within my own, uh, I don't know, my own actions and my mm-hmm. own like, I don't know, dealing with my own flaws more yeah. than anything. You know, you got, I feel like the more older you get hopefully the more mature you get and I feel like that's what I've uh, the maturation process in the last year has done a lot for me and uh, those close to me and so yeah low key I'm just excited to just keep going yeah I think (laughs) it's super important you know to just be inspired by life sometimes you know and like you know, if you see, like, a fucking plant, you know, and just, like, shit, yeah. how can I, like, enter this into my life or whatever, like, how I, like, look around at the world and, like, you know, think about, like, architecture yeah. or some shit, you know, just be inspired about everything yeah. that you're able to see. And just be, like, happy to be here, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's, uh, my, one of my best friends, Taylor Rogers, just recently lost his pops, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, Dr. Michael Rogers, and, like, he was probably one of the most positive people I've ever mm-hmm. in my entire life been around, you yeah. know, and it was just, like, it didn't matter what the fuck he was doing like it was just like this is the dopest thing like yeah. he could be playing like ping pong with himself like uh-huh. Forrest Gump and he was like like you know what I mean just having a blast yeah. and it was just like a lot of the time as humans like even in this society like until you get to like financial freedom you don't get to do what the fuck you want to do all the time and so it's like all these people will be mad that they have to go do all these things and provide for these lifestyles that they created and it's just like man like yeah, sometimes this shit sucks, man. Yeah. Like, sometimes this shit really do stink. You know what I mean? And you got to pick it up and you got to exactly. move it. And it's just like, I mean, it's not supposed to be perfect. It was, If it was perfect, you'd still find a flaw. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. it's just like, I'm learning how to in, in, embrace the imperfections yeah. and like the, the non-purity that yeah. comes with life is really what I'm trying to like do recently. And I yeah. find a lot more joy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just knowing my faith. You know, I don't know. I don't know that I really have like a religious like, Affiliation Denomination, shit, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? I, I feel like yeah. I'm a spiritual being. I feel yeah. like anybody that talks to me or is around me can feel like where I'm coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Knows where I'm like, where my heart's at, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that's the most important. I yeah. feel like religion's kind of a scary thing yeah. to kind of get into, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of hatred can stem from that. Yeah. And so... I feel like I'm in the same boat, bro. Like, I think that, uh, you know, in regards to like, you know, being inspired by life, like, I think that that's why, like, I took a break from like doing a podcast and stuff for a while because it's like, I forgot almost like to just have fun with it in yeah. a sense, you know? It became like, a chore almost. Yeah, you know, task. and it's like, yeah. I think that now I'm like, you know, just taking a step back from it is like super important because it's like, okay, I know I still want to do this shit. Yeah. But it's like I did have to like take a step back yeah, from it. How can I make it fun again? Yeah, you know? my joy at? exactly. Sure. So I think that like you know I forgot about like how much like you know I have like people like hitting me up like every couple weeks saying like where's the podcast at? Where's yeah, this yeah, at? Yeah. Or like you know I'm missing the episodes or whatever. And it's like you know I had to take that me time for a second. But yeah. you know I think that it's super important you know to just kind of be inspired by life for a little bit yeah. and then get back to work when you want to get back to work you for know sure. so it's um, organic that way yeah and i think that like you know in regards to you were talking about fuck, what were you talking about uh it was like the last part of your statement you were talking about shit 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 probably come back to me sometime that's true but uh you know just being inspired in general is like it's a super beautiful thing that I feel like a lot of people don't really do anymore. Yeah. And I think that, you know, finding that peace of mind and, you know, you were talking about the religion stuff is what I was going to get into. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat, man. Like, yeah. you know, like, 
religion is kind of like this thing where, you know, no knock to anybody that's religious out there, but I think that, like, it does cause a lot of turmoil and issues and sure. stuff, especially in, like, the community as a whole. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, like, say that, like, being gay or transgender and, like, all this stuff is wrong because <laughs> yeah. of a religion, and it's like, yeah. I don't know, it's like, I think that what they also preach too is like you know you need to love everybody and you need to respect everybody so it's like you know it's, it's kind good of, and bad it's yeah. kind of like it's it's a weird dynamic it's a weird dynamic it's like the, it's like guidelines you know what I mean it's not there's like principles and then I feel like there's guidelines like if you make it like the principal thing like I live by this I only do this like that's when religious gets very or religion in general I'm sorry gets very dangerous yeah. it's like anything outside of what this book is telling me is wrong and it's yeah. like you're fucking insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, and I have no problem debating anybody that chooses to talk to me any different. Exactly. Because it's just like some of the greatest people that I have never met in my life have been either lesbian or gay. Uh-huh. And some of the worst, trashiest, garbage individuals go to church every Sunday. Yeah. And so it's like if I base my interactions off of that individual. Yeah. You know, like if I if I can if I feel not that I'm some perfect being, but like there's there's synergy that is involved with humans speaking to one another and it's just yeah. like you can tell if like somebody has a good heart you can tell mm-hmm. if you know what I mean like yeah. just through their interactions who they yeah. are as people and it's just like I'm not gonna not fuck with you because you say that you are Muslim or you are yeah. you know what I mean or you practice Buddhism like yeah. and I'm just like well you're a psychopath yeah. and I can't talk to you mm-hmm. like that's just fucking moronic and yeah. it's just like you're gonna cut yourself off from a lot of great people if that's yeah. how you choose to operate so yeah. I'm not you do that the fuck you want because yeah. I'm living my life and exactly. I'm enjoying it exactly. but like it would, that would be my like advice to anybody that's really like strict towards their religion mm-hmm. like I can't break out of this mold like yeah. literally that's what created segregation that's what created the crusades that's yeah. what created like the you know what I mean like the technological revolution was like people being like no I don't think you're right all the way because this kind of does work and it actually works better yeah you know what I mean so yeah test everything and ask why like yeah you know what I mean that's why like religion was always like like funky with me my parents like worked super hard like throughout their week and so it was like their Sunday was like yeah, we're chilling yeah Yeah, you know what I mean we're we're chilling we're not going to church and it's like they still raised me to be like a pretty good individual you know what I mean and so it's just like you got a good head on your shoulders too man man. like you know I think that uh, something that I've been trying to do too is like really hard for some people but you know it's something that I'm trying to understand is like you know the people that think differently than me Mm -hmm. on like regards to like the everyday stuff of like you know it could be religion it could be like their views on like political stuff like you know, if they like Donald Trump or not mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Like, I think that we're in a really weird time where, like, you know, it kind of did break off, like, a lot of good friendships and shit just because of people's political views. Family, too. Yeah, and I think that, like, you know, something that I've been trying to do is, like, you know, still hearing, like, Hear out. the different side. It's yeah. like, you know, they're thinking <laughs> like tough. that for a set, like, for a reason, it's gotta you be know? Something. So it's like what can I do to like you know just talk with them you know because I'm yeah. not going to like cut off a relationship or you know not get somebody on my podcast because of their political views it's like sure. you know obviously like I don't agree with it mm-hmm. but you know what am I to like shy away from that shit yeah. because then I feel like I'm no different yeah. from thinking that you know and the movement that you chose is like you know what I mean you, the podcast in general is like mm-hmm. a a debate forum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Essentially, it's like we're, we're engaging in conversation mm-hmm. and having different ideas and interacting yeah. in, in, in that And it's like, you so. know, I can, I don't necessarily like 
respect their opinion, but like I gotta respect <laughs> it to a certain extent, you know? Because yeah. it's like I respect you as a human. Yeah. It doesn't mean I have to rock with your life choices. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's so. like you know, I can you know just I can like you as a human being, yeah. but you know your political views is like you know I don't really necessarily rock yeah. with it, but also talk with you about yeah. it. You know, it's like I think that some people like, especially like in like the quote unquote left or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that there's some things that I just don't really agree with, you know, on it. And it's like, you know, they're, I don't feel like they're any different than the people that are conservative right. on the right. Yeah. You Anybody know? that's an extremist is an extremist. And that's yeah. not a good term. Like, it doesn't mean like if you're an extreme CrossFitter, that probably mm-hmm. means that you need to fucking chill out a yeah, little bit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. and like an extremist in any facet is yeah. kind of like, all right, we get it. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, yeah, I think that, Engaging in conversation is the most important thing because mm-hmm. that's that's the most the, like when people have called me on my bullshit is when mm-hmm. I've learned the most. Yeah. And so it's like or when people have been able to like bring in a new frame of thought. Like damn, yeah. I wasn't even looking at it like that, pimp. Yeah. I apologize. Like that means like I learned a lot from our mm-hmm. conversation. Like yeah. But a lot of people don't even want to do that because that's like that's how they find their definition of who they are. And yeah. so it's like when you start nitpicking what they stand for and who they are, mm-hmm. people get very defensive. Like yeah. all we are as humans is organisms trying to be comfortable in our environment. Yeah. So it's like the last thing that humans want to do is be uncomfortable. That's why the biggest fear of people is what? Public speaking? Like people don't want to get out there and be castrated. Like they're just waiting to get fucking tomatoes and yeah. stones thrown at you. And well, so, I think that like a lot of people you have to like almost be careful with what you say. Yeah, like, which is garbage. Yeah, Fuck and that. I think that like, you know, so, yeah. something that you know, I kind of think about, like, when, like, if my podcast does, like, grow bigger than what it is, it's, mm-hmm. like, you know, people can, like, take stuff out of context yeah. and, like, make it into something that, like, so I didn't to do fucking interviews. say. You That's know, why so, artists don't do interviews yeah. anymore. Like, like, the higher you get, like, I remember, and maybe, I, you know what I mean? I, maybe I did say something in that, like, realm, but I remember I did, like, a an interview for 8035 last uh-huh. year. And... I remember him taking like my picture and then like it was in this pamphlet that was all over 8035 and it was just like the thing that they highlighted was like nobody was doing this before us you know and Damn. like yeah and it's just like because then that makes you sound yeah, yeah i sound arrogant as fuck yeah. and it's just like I, I probably did in some context say that because uh-huh. like i mean i don't know that anybody is doing what i am doing or what my team is doing that's exactly. not to knock what anybody else has done or the framework that was laid but it's like if you open the pamphlet and that's the first thing you say you're like be well as an arrogant douche man. yeah and it's just like that makes me like turned off towards doing any kind of interaction with anybody exactly that's, that's like outside of this you know what mm-hmm. i mean like because people can spew it to however they want and it's exactly. like a lot of the time humans don't have a chance to rebuttal or like defend mm-hmm. themselves and like it's just that decision's made like nope yeah. don't fuck with him now yeah and it's, that's it's that's weird shitty, it's fucked you know? up it's fucked up and i think that like you know uh, there's something weird about it and I think that like it's good for like writing in like that type of medium like you know newspaper and like all that stuff you know people do take a lot of shit out of context with that <laughs> and then like it's all about and then there's a story like, yeah and it's the like meat of it? and then there's like there's only so much that you can read and then it ends you know yeah. versus like you know a conversation you know you have a chance to like explain yourself a little mm-hmm. bit you know like you can like go to that newspaper or whatever and like or the magazine or whatever if they took something out of context and you could be like hey I want to get like on your guys's like shit your next issue and like explain myself a little bit but then that takes a lot of time and then like you know people have kind of taken that out of context already and they've kind of like already written you off or whatever you know so I think that it's it's fucked up but I think that like 
things like this where you can like get a chance you know just to talk one-on-one yeah. with somebody is like super important you know yeah, and i think that's like smoke and do yeah that. and it's like the truth can come out here bro like you got you can get vulnerable with somebody you can like you know 100%. talk about like some real shit that's going on in the world you know yeah. i think that's a super dope thing to have uh getting back to like the little future plan stuff obviously yeah. like you have the album coming up too yes, uh, when is that coming out? So that comes out August out. 9th, so the day before the show. We might do the second, so it gives like people a week to like yeah. marinate with it and listen. Yeah. But uh, when we released the Hills back in 2018, like we released mm-hmm. it like so that Friday, people were like streaming and listening to uh-huh. it. Like yo, I fuck with this, and then the next day they came to the show, and so I kind of like that uh-huh. uh, that that formula. So uh-huh. I might stick with that, and it, it just gives more time for like the mastering process for mm-hmm. us to kind of like tweak last last yeah. second changes if we need to be. Um, but yeah, I would expect it no later than the night. Yeah, you know, absolutely, so. absolutely. What is it about Fridays in the music industry? Like, I feel like a lot of projects like come out on Fridays. Is there like a reason for that? I think that it's, like, kinda, it's 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 almost changed. I know that they did like there's numerous studies. Like, if you googled why people drop music on, like, there's scientific uh-huh. formulas and studies I didn't know and if things you, like, that looked into. Yeah, it no, we have uh-huh. um, Anthony uh, AM Mixes. Uh-huh. Uh, he actually sent me like this long ass article that uh-huh. was just like when to post on social media and it was like this this company did like I don't know you know what I mean they studied for uh-huh. like a year and just saw like these are the hot times yeah. to post this is when you this is when the most interaction for video content yeah this is when you should post pictures this is when you should tweet and like yeah like people really dissect that shit and I'm sure like the music industry is all a formula and mm-hmm. so like nobody's making just wild guesses yeah and so but uh, people have actually gone to like shift towards like the Wednesday Thursday drops mm. uh, just so like you can give people like a midweek entertainment thing yeah. but I think that the people are happy on Fridays yeah they're, like my week's done my I'm, I'm about to go get fucked up uh-huh, like, I'm about exactly. to listen to this new album uh-huh. or, like, and so it's like I think that there's an enjoy like a joy that comes from like a Friday and so uh-huh. people are like they're amped for that yeah but like with that Streaming has also like fucked that up because it's like unless you're a Drake or like a heavy hitter, like yeah. your shit's not going to show up. Like so, yeah. it's like it's almost suicide if you try to drop. Like when a big artist tries to yeah. drop, you know what I mean? Because it's just like there's no get chance it. you're getting it yeah. on. Like not that you're gonna make it really on like a iTunes like top ten list or yeah. anything like that, but like your chances become exponentially smaller by doing that. Yeah. So it's just like. I don't know. I, I I rock with Fridays. I rock with the midweek. I rock yeah. with just random drops. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if you're just feeling it, and you're like, fuck mm-hmm. it, here, y'all, y'all been rocking with me. Here you go. You yeah. Know? Like, I think that there's there's definitely calculation, and I would uh-huh. be asinine to tell you that I don't sit up and think about that yeah. thing. Those things all yeah, the time. Yeah, because I you think know? like I obviously like I understand like you know coming from the standpoint of like you know it's going into the weekend. You gotta have some like new bangers that you want to like yeah. listen to in the car and shit you know exactly. so i get that but i was i was kind of interested yeah. in like you know if like there was actually some studies done on like why people I'm drop sure on like, fridays and shit like buying habits and decisions you know uh-huh. like monday comes like you're, you're watching your wallet tight you're like yeah. nope i just fucked it's off like, way gotta, too much money this wait. weekend but uh-huh. like friday coming you're like low-key i'm balling yeah and i'm exactly. feeling crazy so like <laughs> fuck it i'll buy this album i'll go out do this do yeah. that and so it's like i feel like like i just said like yeah, I know I'm more hyped when Friday yeah, comes, so exactly. I assume a majority of humans yeah. are. You that's know? that's so. what's up. That's what's up. That's an interesting, interesting <clears throat> thing. Uh, B-Rob, a couple of the closing questions I yes, ask everybody on the podcast. Uh, it's, there's some deep ones, so we'll dive into it and we'll get after it. Good. Uh, so, B-Rob, tell me, what is one thing that you have to do in life? It's like when it's all said and done, sitting on your deathbed, what is that one thing that you have to say that you've been able to do? Inspire growth, 
and change. Mm. That's all I want to really do, like, whether it be, like, from the love of my life to my parents mm. to my best friends to a random person that I might never meet in my life. Mm. That's what's cool about music is, like, and that's kind of what I've been, like, humbled by recently is, like, not that Des Moines is small, and so you can know a lot of people, but a lot of people can know of you if you're doing things, you know, I guess. And so I don't really know who I'm impacting, but that's why I choose to go to the school with my friends and, and donate when we can or when we can even just go up, pull up and talk to them and perform. It's like, yeah. I wish that I would have had somebody do that for me yeah. or for my friends you know like I always wish that I had like not to say that my parents like you know what I mean like I, I've spoken how much I like in, in inspired by my parents but yeah. I wish that there was like a, a role model that was like yo man like I'm gonna teach you how to do this that's in the third because you're not gonna learn any of this shit in school you exactly. know what I mean like the, the, a lot of your homies probably don't know of these things so it's just like I want to be that that, that catalyst yeah. yeah it's just like if I can I, I feel like Tupac made a, a statement. He's like, I don't know if I'll change the world, but I might inspire the like the brain that does change the world. Mm. And it's like, there's another quote that's like, the ones that like are crazy enough to think that they'll change the world are the ones that kind of do it. You know, like we live in a fucked up ass place. Exactly. We live in a beautiful place at the same time. So it's just like, it's however you choose to do this shit. Yeah. And it's like, I know I'm gonna do magical, beautiful, astronomical things with my life. You know what I mean? I, I know I've been blessed with opportunities that people would kill for it exactly. die for it and so it's like I have to my, my main mission is to make sure that I fulfill that shit I'll be damned if I ever get lazy I'll be damned if I ever slow up you know what I mean it's like there's a competition base that comes with hip hop but there's also a competition that just comes in life and it's just like I'm very humbled by the fact that I'm, I'm able to do what I want to do every single day you know what I mean I have to I have to play by rules everybody does but it's just like I love living like, and I'm very in love and in tune with what I got going on and with my family, my friends. And so it's just like, it's my duty, it's my responsibility to give that shit back. If I don't, then my, my, my time here was wasted. Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing, brother. It's a beautiful Thanks, man. thing, man. And I think that it's super important, you know, to, you know, especially like regarding like the stuff about like changing the world, you know, I think that it's important, you know, to like always be thinking about not only yourself but thinking about like what you are giving back to the world and I think that it's super important like as an artist you know to not only be thinking about like what you're putting out like with your music or you know with your photography or whatever the case is like you know thinking about like what can this really do for somebody that experiences it you know like yep. because like music can like it's one of those things Change where like lives. it's it's insane man like I think that like it's weird like how like I'll be sitting in my room like going through like some emotional shit or whatever and like I throw on some music and it may like intensify the sadness or some shit and it's like it's crazy how music does that yeah. for some and people and it's the only thing like I don't know if you're a big Lupe fan but mm -hmm. he's got a he's got an album called Tetsu and Youth and there's a song called Prisoner 1 and 2 uh -huh. and it's like one of the intro lines is like music is the king of all professions mm. and like I wholeheartedly believe that and that's one of the reasons why I choose to do it it's not like an egotistical thing but yeah. it's like I, if I wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer or a congressman, a politician of any sort, I could have done that shit and I could have been great at it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Me and Telly talk about that shit all the time. Like, I could have done anything I chose to do. I chose the most difficult, most oversaturated, hardest market that you can possibly get into and I'm fucking thriving. Yep. So it's like, I'm excited for that. You know what I mean? Like, nothing is like music. No, no, you know what I mean? Like, everybody that's an accountant or has to work for a company comes to the show to release. You know what I mean? They'll come to this show on August 10th and be like, 
in awe with what's not not only me but like what's going on and like that energy that's created you can't you don't, you don't get that in a fucking office you'll never get that in a cubicle you'll never get that even playing the sport i play sports my whole life nothing is like being on stage there's nothing like connecting making eye contact with somebody or somebody coming up to you afterwards and being like yo that shit was life changing that was hard that was tight man like yeah. i appreciate what you did up there you know what i mean like, yeah it's crazy like how concerts and stuff can really do that yeah too and it's, nothing can like yeah. I, i've been trying maybe there is you know and uh-huh. i shouldn't say nothing like i'm sure that like the birth of my first child will do that yeah me absolutely. getting married will do that you know absolutely. what i mean i'll be like these are life-changing events mm-hmm. but like on a consistent basis to be able to like being able to perform and like there's nothing talk like your shit there's nothing <laughs> there's like not, it. nothing none and nobody like can it. convince me of any exactly you know? exactly brother last thing that uh, I ask every, bo- every podcast guest it's a long and lengthy question yeah. so uh, I want you to imagine that I have a copy of the New York Times written right here okay, okay. It's written from 10 years from now, mm. and there's a cover page, and it's a picture of you, yes. and then there's an article written about you. What man. is this a picture of, and what is written in this article? Man, man, oh, man, oh, man. It's a long and lengthy question. Let it sit. Let it marinate. Yeah, all for that sure. Shit. I got, like, shit just spewing in my yeah, head. I yeah, hope bro. it's... Oh, man. I hope I'm standing in front of like a ribbon or a bow about to get cut with all my family, my friends, mm-hmm. the love of my life, my like child or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm cutting a ribbon in like of a new school here in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like a new, like a Vector 90. Shout out Nipsey Hussle and rest yeah. in peace to the king. But like, just like a, something that like the world ain't really seen. Like the yeah. I Promise school that LeBron did was game changing. So like, if there's anybody that doesn't like LeBron, go fuck yourself. Exactly. I don't care. Exactly. And it's just like, I mean, I'll always feel like yeah, yeah. I'll always feel like that about it. not only him but just like his entire campaign. And if I could do something along even those along lines. those lines where I can open up and teach you about I love fitness and nutrition mm-hmm. and I take that shit mad serious. So if I can teach people about health yeah. and how important it is to like really find what works for you and um, to really figure out where you come from, like mm-hmm. to to plant and, and sustainability and like f- figuring out how to operate regardless of what life throws at you and really teach you like life goals teach you about financing and credit cards and you know what i mean and how to how to stack money so you can put a down payment on a home and you don't have to rent for the first 20 years of your life outside of college you know what i'm like really like teach like i i want to travel the world i want to see beautiful things i want to perform in arenas i want to go on tours in front of millions like obviously but like as far as like my like impact and like my lasting like legacy like I what want you're going to leave to the world. Yeah, I want people to know that, like, yo, this dude was on some crazy shit. He, he loved, like, humanity. You know what I mean? I don't really, if, if I don't care where you come from, what you're doing, who you are as an individual. As long as I know your heart is good and, like, there's potential. You know what I mean? Like, anybody that knows me knows that I've grown a lot. You know what I mean? And I hope that a lot of my friends have done the same. And so it's like, I'm never going to judge somebody off of, like, what we was talking about. I'm never going to judge somebody off of a 10 years ago tweet. I said some fucking ridiculous shit. If I went back to college, I would fight me back in college. I would knock me out. You know what I'm saying? I tried to. And so it's like, I'm never going to just sit here and be like, you're a piece of shit because you said this. Exactly. It's like... Let it go. Yeah. and it's And it's just... Yeah, I hope that they're talking about my legacy. I'm my, my, my biggest. It's a it's a weird dream to have, but I hope that mm-hmm. I hope that I make it on like a government watch list someday, mm. where they're like scared of me. I oh, hope that they're shit. fucking deathly afraid of. Yeah, like uh, you could of start. Who I, am. Like a I could start a goddamn revolution mm-hmm. if I chose to tweet it out tomorrow. Yeah. That's what I want my power to be, mm-hmm. and never on like some 
arrogant egotistic. It's never that. It's just like I know what I'm doing is like pure and organic to me and my friends, and so it's like that shit resonates with people, mm. and it's like that's what this society tries to kill off. You know what I mean? I could go, I could list down all the people that have inspired me that have been killed by the government or whatever yeah. it is. You know what I mean? Under High society. Like weird yeah, you know what I mean? And it's just like. I, I hope that I instill that fear. You know, I do a lot of like diving into like the the civil rights movement and just yeah. blacks in general and, and mm -hmm. trying to learn where I came from because they don't teach you none of that shit. Exactly. And so it's just like J. Edgar Hoover, who ran the fucking FBI for 30, 40 plus years, uh -huh. was a, and it's no slight, I have no home there's not a homophobic bone in my body, but he was mm -hmm. a raging homosexual who hated black people. Oh, and man. that to me is mind-boggling yeah. that he is running one of the most prestigious the federal bureau of investigation like yeah. one of the most powerful units in the world is ran by a home like a, a racist that has so much hatred in his blood and he but he made the comment he's like the biggest fear to american society and just like the economic balance and capitalism in general is a black messiah and then i mean we could go go do your history i i, I, dare, I dare you guys to go and look at all the black activists and just and, and people who fought for equality in general they didn't have to just be black but yeah. just how, how they're silenced how they're shut the fuck mm -hmm. up how they're killed off like that yeah. thing that like look at what is going on mm -hmm. and study and it is never it's it shouldn't be a surprise to you in regards to what is going on like you should be able to look up and be like i understand why that is like that because uh -huh. of this this and the third yeah you know they, they don't want you to know any of those things they don't yeah. want you to dive they don't want you they just want you to go to your job work that nine to five go home and get keep paying netflix you know what i mean find your show and just be a bump yeah. on the log and it's like I'm, like I said earlier, I'm never going to judge somebody for their, their how they operate and how they live, but I'll be fucking damned if I ever live like that. Exactly. And it's like I'm I'm here to provoke change. I'm here to like shake up the world, and I'm here to like inspire. Hell yeah. You know bro. what I mean? I Hell hope yeah. that's what the New York Times is talking Hell about yeah, by the time bro. I make it up Hell there. Hell yeah, brother. Hell <laughs> for yeah. Sure. Well, I appreciate you, my brother. brother I appreciate you, dog. Today. Thank you. Uh, is there anything that you uh, anybody that you want to shout out, or where can people find you that's on social list. media and all uh, that stuff? <laughs> Now's the time to do that. Yeah. You can find me on almost all social medias if you Google "be well." Um, I'm proud to say that. Besides, there's like a there's like a, a like a a health conglomerate that is like "be well," like yeah, yeah, which yeah. is cool. You yeah. know, I hope to be affiliated with them someday. Exactly. Like, take over the reins, but yeah, on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any social media really. I don't mm -hmm. be on Snapchat, but like it's "be underscore well" or "be well music." Uh -huh. uh, yeah, shout out my unit man i could i could go on for fucking hours of listening people i hope i touched on a lot of names during the podcast you know uh shout out to my family shout out to my friends shout out to the creatives here in des moines uh, you know what i mean uh, my mother and father primarily in general for my existence here in this world uh, thank you to my friends for believing in me shout out to malia for seeing light in me and like kind of creating i don't know the the new bill if that makes sense the new be well um, but yeah, shout out to everybody that's given me a chance that's came to a show, downloaded a tune, listened to at least a word I've said and kind of just believed in like what we got going on, you know? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm far from perfect, but I know I'm worth it kind of Hell thing. Yeah. It's like, Hell that's yeah, how brother. I'm looking at it. So yeah. I appreciate the platform. I appreciate the shot, bro. Absolutely, Thank you. brother. Absolutely. Everybody, I uh, just want to give a quick shout out to the Be Wells and uh, the Deadstock team as well. I want to give a thanks to Life Water for the water as well. You know the deal. Uh, and also to DSM Brew for uh, giving us the space to work in here today. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm hoping that you guys are having a great day and you guys took something from this podcast. Uh, you know, me and Be Well, like, 
we just talked about a lot of shit, you know, and like some real life shit. And I think that's super important, you know, to, you know, really dive into these things, even if it's something that like you don't really necessarily want to talk about. Uh, I think these things need to be talked about, (laughs) you know, I think it's super important to do that. So, uh, but ladies and gentlemen, that is it. I hope you guys are having a great day and all that. Welcome back to the Truth Podcast. It's the official, official first back episode, all that stuff. Uh, we'll see you guys in a little bit. So, peace, everybody. Peace to the world. My name is Nick Robinson. I'm the host of the show. This is Be Well over here. Be well, we're out of here. Peace, everybody. Peace to the world. Thank you, brother.